0: Uh welcome back to this is the speak your Petes podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, uh Big E here. Uh we're doing a bit of a shorter pod, short notice, uh with my boy, my friend, Jevin LaFay with the Left Side Heavy Podcast. Jev, how goes it, man? What, what's new?
1: Um, I just started back at my um full-time job this week. And I'm so tired. It's insane. I, I- um it's a lot. I was a lot more tired than I was expecting, so that's what's new. I'm doing big boy work now instead of part time at Leo's. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, I I was it's funny. So we're doing this uh, pod after the Oilers Flames game, game five. Oilers won. Um, I texted you earlier in the day, and like, hey, if the Oilers win, um, you know, let's do this reaction pod. Let's talk about this, and you know, we can do a quick pod, and you know. Both of us were like, yeah, cool, great, whatever. And now it's uh, 10 o'clock. An absolute chaotic game. Yeah. Um, It it was funny. I was trying to describe this game to my mom. And it's like, you know, the Rangers-Hurricanes game was on earlier. And that that series is like a glass of wine. Like, it's very nice. It's very, you Mm. know, simple. It's basic. You know, it, it does the job, right? And... The Oilers' flames is like methamphetamine. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. It's it so gets, true. It gets more chaotic as you get deeper and you get more involved. And unfortunately, now it's all over. Uh, yeah. Connor McDavid scores the game winner. Uh, the Oilers win 5-4. What are your just immediate thoughts on McDavid, the winner, and the game itself?
1: I mean, I think McDavid getting the winner is the only right person, is the only right way to end it if Edmonton were to score in overtime. um, It was definitely – it was such a weird game because, like, unlike game one, the shots were, like, 6-6 after the first. Mm -hmm. Like, halfway almost halfway through the second, the shots were, like, 6-6. And then next thing you know, in like four and a half minutes, four goals are scored. And it's like, what is actually happening right now? And it's, it was insane. And then a questionable uh, disallowed goal. And it was just, it was a crazy game. And I'm happy to see Edmonton go through because I think McDavid deserves it. And yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see Mike Smith in the conference finals. Is this the second time in the conference finals? Did yeah, because he was he went, with Arizona. Yeah, Arizona in 2012, right when they played ten, LA.
0: Ten years ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was in a conference final. So the the Mike Smith redemption arc. It's now come full circle. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to get back on the McDavid thing. Like, we'll we'll talk about the Coleman goal here in a second. Cause that's probably one B story in this game. But I think mm-hmm. one, a story is Connor McDavid. Yeah. It is the fact that this dude who I, I, I was watching the game with SYP creator Scott, who can't, can't make it cause he has a bedtime. So he can't stay up this late. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, McDavid's kind of due like he 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 like he kind of been quiet these last couple of games. He wasn't really all that noticeable in game 4. Um wasn't really all that noticeable I thought tonight. I mean, he had a couple of chances, but he didn't really dominate the the last two games like he had in game 1 and game 2. And he gets the game winner. He literally put the Oilers on his back. Yeah. And he 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 has dragged them from fucking absolutely nothing at Christmas like they were they were awful like you know a quarter of the way through the year not even a quarter like halfway through the year they were awful yeah and now they're one of the four best teams in the league it's it's insane um it was that his Michael Jordan moment is that his is, is that his Kobe Bryant moment i'm trying to think of what the comp would be because like I think he kind of has cemented himself now in that that category for NHL players.
1: Well, because um, if you're gonna want to, if holy, um, if you're gonna want to be a legend in this game, you're gonna need those moments that everyone's gonna remember, and like those moments where the team needs you, and mind you. He has, like, what, 25 points in 12 games in these like playoffs? He, yeah, it's yeah. So, I mean, how much more does he really need to prove? But it's moments like these. like He's done his things in the regular season. Everyone knows that. But it's the playoff moments where legends are made, right? Crosby has his moments. Ovi has his moments. Gretzky, Lemieux, et cetera. The list goes on. But McDavid has yet to really have that, like, moment where he came in when his team like needed him most and to move on to the conference finals where the Oilers haven't been what 16 years since 2006 2006 it's like who else to score the overtime winner but McDavid and so I honestly think his Michael Jordan or like King James block on Iguodala like something like that like it was just you never see McDavid show excitement, but when that puck went in, he it was s- excitement and oh, so oh, I can, so, I, so
0: much energy, so much yeah. energy.
1: So I can kind of see that comparison of like that Michael Jordan moment, that LeBron Kobe moment, whatever you want to call it. Because yeah, he came in clutch, and especially to have it happen against a rival too. It's uh Colorado take some notes. So
0: assuming that Colorado can advance and that they don't blow their series against the Blues, um, you know, th- this is what I believe is shaping up to be one of if not the greatest postseasons. Cause just this this round alone, yeah, you have the absolute chaotic Battle of Alberta featuring the best player in the league, in my opinion, in Connor McDavid. The best probably player of my generation. Yeah. You you have the you had the Tampa Bay Florida series where you have the dynasty in Tampa Bay. You you have Colorado St. Louis, which has been entertaining as hell, including uh, Wednesday's game with you know Robert Thomas scoring in overtime, and you have the Rangers Carolina series, which again is a series that allegedly people are watching, but it's still hockey. Um, I guess going back to this, what, like, do the Oilers even have a shot in the conference finals? Considering the goaltending has been below par for like most of the postseason, it's been McDavid and everybody else. What do you think the Oilers have a chance here to get to the actual Stanley Cup finals?
1: If they got McDavid and Drysaddle, they always have a chance. I'm never going to, like, I didn't expect Edmonton to get through Calgary. Like I thought Calgary was going to beat them in seven games and Edmonton beat them in five. So as long as McDavid is healthy, I think Edmonton has a chance. I've, I kept doubting them because I keep saying all they have is McDavid, but that's all they bloody need is McDavid. And I honestly think though, like if they get Colorado, it might be one of the greatest, conference finals we'll ever see in our generation seeing mckinnon and mcdavid face off is colorado severely out matt is like are they going to be the favorite a hundred percent but as long as edmonton has mcdavid they they have a chance especially if st louis moves on um, i think edmonton can go to the stanley cup final
0: I think we deserve Edmonton, Colorado. In, it has to
1: happen. It, considering, it has to.
0: considering we've had, considering we've had more St. Louis, San Jose conference finals, uh, than we deserve. Frankly, uh, like in the last decade, um, we need we need Edmonton, Colorado. So yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go to the other side on this. Let's go to the Calgary Flames side where. I don't know if they were outplayed tonight. Like, it was pretty close. They they could have won that game. They probably should have won that game considering the controversial, controversial goal. Did you, thought, did you think it was a goal? Did you think they should have let it count?
1: I, uh, I'm in such a gray area with that. Um, I first thought, I'm like, that was bullshit I think that should have been a goal um the path of escape didn't really change like I just think the puck was going in anyway. he didn't play that big of an impact I just don't think it I think it should count but then I'm also saying like he like he was looking down at the puck and instead of making an effort or just leaving it or making an effort with a stick, he moved his foot up in front instead. And it just happened to hit the puck. So I'm, like, honestly stuck in the middle here. I, th- like, I'm just going to go with it and think that, like, it's not conclusive enough, in my opinion. Um, so I think it just should stand and be a goal. But I'm so 50-50. Like, you could probably easily convince me one way or another. It's, um... I keep going one way and then keep switching back to the other. Like, I'm honestly... What about you? Because I'm so in the middle with it. I have no idea.
0: I'll be honest. I didn't think it was a goal. I, no? I, I, I thought it should have been no goal. Because... He kicked it in. It's not kicking motion, but he, 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 you can see that he makes an extra move with his skate. And the puck goes in. The rule sucks. I... I'm I'm am i I'm of the mindset that we should just allow everything that just goes in the count. But if we're playing this stupid um, you know, kicking motion bullshit, he kicked it in. He knocked it in with a skate and there's a and there's a motion. There's a swing toward, you know, with the puck going in the net. And you can say that he's trying to stop, he's trying to slow down. He kicks it in. He 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 does kick it in um, i I especially if you look in inside that net cam, when you look in that net cam and you see that extra little movement i I find, it's, it's no goal for me. It's no goal fair. For me.
1: that's fair enough.
0: A- and I think the rule stinks. I think they should just allow everything to go in. Remember when Andrew Shaw and whatever postseason that was, head butted the puck in the net yeah. against Anaheim, and they had to call that back because that was not a goal. that's not a that wasn't allowed for whatever reason, like allow that, allow that, allow the Coleman goal, allow any one of these goals that get in, that go in past the goalie count it. I don't care. But with what the rules are now, that's kind of what it is. It's kind of, it's kind of the rules. Um, But I don't think that, that wasn't the reason why the flames lost that game. I don't think, I think the flames had an opportunity to win that game beforehand. And they didn't. I'm they, just you gonna... were... it
1: it oh, I was gonna
0: say, no, no, you're all good. I, I was gonna say you like, you were down three-one to the Oilers. Yeah. And in, going into Game Five, you, that that goal wasn't the reason why you lost that series.
1: I hate to blame. I hate to break it to you, Flames fans. No, that's fair. But um, like I'm watching it, and there's an angle where I thought. Like, I oh don't know, I can kind of see him as, like, bracing himself because he's about to hit the post, and he hits it, the puck. But then I saw another one where I'm like, it just looks like he kicks it. So I'm literally, like, but then also but, he's staring down at the puck, so he knows where his – he knows what he's doing. He kind of knows what – yeah, he kind of knows what he's doing. Like so – yeah, I'm about to see the net uh, – Oh, I see the overhead view right now. Let's see if I can slow this down.
0: It's, it's accidentally on purpose.
1: That's, yeah. That's a, such a tough call. Like, I'm good with it going either way, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm in that position. I've never been so 50-50 on a call before. Yeah. And I hate that I'm not giving you a clear answer, but I'm not confident in either one. I'm being no, 100% I, I, honest. It's so hard for me.
0: Well, and especially with the stakes. Like, you're literally deciding, uh, you know, in, a, in an elimination game, possible elimination yeah. game, uh, in this rivalry, like, yeah. yeah, I'm glad I'm not the one who was having call, who's having to make that call. He's having to make that decision.
1: I was kind of hoping Calgary would win that game just so there wasn't any sort yeah. of, like, controversy because people are going to say Edmonton got lucky, Edmonton versus, or refs, Calgary versus refs. Like, that's going to be the number one comment in any sort of post relating to Edmonton winning. But I also saw a good tweet because Chicklets, like, posted the video or whatever, a bunch of people posted the video. And someone in the comment said, there's so many 50-50 comments, that just shows you how inconclusive it is. It should have just stood the way it is. And I'm like, that's also a good point.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's but then, that, that, that that's a football thing. Yeah. It's literally a football thing of like if there's inconclusive evidence, you just let the call on the field stand. And I, yeah. I don't have an issue with that either.
1: No matter what call you make, the same amount of people are gonna be complaining. It's just a matter of what percentage is gonna be happy and what percentage is gonna be upset. Like that kind of thing. It's just yeah, it's so it's so tough. I I understand both arguments, and I kind of, if I had to swing one way, maybe I'll flip to it being like it shouldn't have been a goal. Because why would he? You see, now I'm just going to go against myself.
0: You're you're that guy who's playing devil's advocate.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say, why would he kick it if it's already going in? But also, it's like that gives me all the other reason, which means he didn't mean to do it because the puck was already going in.
0: I, so, but I also um, feel like I also feel like Blake Coleman is the kind of guy who maybe not the most skilled, but he kinda knows what he's doing.
1: 100 percent Like he,
0: like he yeah. kinda has an idea that like I'm not trying to, you know, purposely kick this puck in, but gotta try and get it in.
1: Yeah. No, that's a good and, point.
0: And the other thing, the other thing to add there is that kicking puck kicking the puck in has been such a subjective
1: call to. Because you can, like, redirect it in. Yes. Which means, but, like, that means your skate has to be stationary or, like, not really making a movement towards. What if you're, like, kicking it to the corner or something like that and it just happens to hit your skate wrong, but you're not kicking it towards the net? Like, what is that? Because you're not making it towards the net, but it somehow goes off your foot and in. I don't like know. that's it's like, a, like, it's definitely a weird call. Like I definitely think that, like I would have to go against you on saying if the puck ends up in the net, it should count because if p- people would just be starting like to swat it in and stuff, and there'd be so many gray areas. Oh
0: yeah, but like 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 hand passing. No, like you obviously can't just like can't just pick up the puck and throw it in. But like I think I think within reason, yeah, we should be allowing like like this goal, yes. But like
1: Dis- be... like ref's discretion almost.
0: Yeah. And
1: I mean kind of like,
0: like as long as you're not throwing the puck in or you're, you know, swatting it in or you're high sticking it, like I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Like I don't mind Andrew Shaw headbutting the puck in.
1: Fair. Um,
0: but I do like what you said of like, there wasn't really enough evidence. You could have just stayed with the call on the ice. And I think that would have been fine.
1: Like, I don't. Yeah. Like I personally, I'm, I can't, I can't make a decision. I'm that's like fine. deciding one way. And then I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, but this is also like, do I believe that? Cause if I, if the goal stood, I would have been like, that's that's fair but then the goal call called back and I was honestly kind of surprised but then like I looked into it deeper and then it just made me more into the middle where I went from like that should have been a goal to I understand both calls
0: this might be well it might be a thing for like you and I where it's like oh I might have to sleep on this overnight and really come to a decision tomorrow which you can't do in the moment like you can't as a ref being like oh yeah no i'll sleep on i'll let you guys know tomorrow like no you have to make a decision right then and there yeah and they made the decision yeah for better for worse
1: like i wanted edmonton to win but just not this way you know what i'm saying like i didn't want them to win on controversy because I don't, I don't, but I
0: don't think they won on controversy. Like, I don't think that goal really made the di- Like, I don't think that goal really, hell, with how that game played out, Edmonton probably would have scored in another 90 seconds afterwards.
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair enough. Like, there was two goals in 15 seconds tonight. So,
0: like, I don't know. I just feel like Edmonton, I can't say the better team won because I think both teams were really competitive and they both deserve to win. Yeah, I don't think it was a dirty win. Like I don't, I don't feel cheated, but again, I'm not the one. Like I'm not an Oilers or a Flames fan. I don't have anything invested in either one of these teams. So you're probably asking the wrong guy, anyways. But I don't know. I think I think it, it's probably in a way a good thing that McDavid scored the game winner, so that we have that other storyline to talk about how great he is instead of like Ryan McLeod getting the game winner. And then flame fans are like, well, fuck this shit. This sucks. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um we we'll, let we'll talk let's talk about so the we talked about the Oilers going to the conference finals. They're gonna be playing the avs question mark. We should pe- we'll pencil in the abs. and then if we yeah. don't make it, we'll just erase it and then we can put in the blues. Um it's like when you do a test, right, and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know the answer to question, like, 12. I'm just going to put in an answer, circle that question, go back, and if I don't like it, then I'll erase it. Um, the Flames have some weird decisions to make this off season. I believe Goudreau's a UFA. Hachuk's an RFA. Markstrom's still on the book for, like, another four years after this, another three seasons, three, four years. Three years. Because he signed after the Pan – yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's after the after, bubble. After the bubble season. Yeah. So I think he's got three more years after this. Um, God, the Flames feel like they're in win-now mode, aren't they, with Sutter, with how yeah. that team performed this year. Um, do you see Goudreau re-signing, Kachuk re-signing? Do you see those guys coming back? Is, it, is this kind of a run-up back year for the Flames, forever they can?
1: Well, it's I think their situation is very similar to Florida's. And I listened to your uh, most recent podcast today with Scott. Oh, thank
0: and thank you. And
1: it was, like, Florida's in such a weird spot. And I know that we're talking about Calgary, but I'll kind of relate. I'll relate Calgary yeah, yeah, to I in know. a sec. Make, make, make your jumps. Where, like, Florida, like you said, Barkov's going to double his contract. Huberto and Weger are going to be up after next year. And then you got Bobrovsky's terrible contract. And then you got Giroux, Sherratt. Like, Florida's going to be a good team. And it'll be hard to run it back and have the season like they had this year. But, like, I think they will be, like, 100. They'll be, like, a Penguins this year.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Like, they'll be, like, a 108-point team, I think. And I kind of relate the same to Calgary, whereas, like, I just don't think they have enough to like bring back some of their studs, though. Like, they're not going to bring Manji back. Like, I think he's going to get offer sheeted. Actually, I don't know, because we always say someone's going to get offer sheeted, but then no one does. Like, one person gets offer sheeted, and it's like some seventh defenseman on Arizona or something. <laughs> Hey hey, look at look how that thatcockconnie Emmy deal is working out for Carolina, right? Six million dollars. What did he sign like a two by six, six mil- or something?
0: No, I think it's a one by six, but then they can offer him oh. less this upcoming year.
1: Gotcha, because uh, they just wanted the asset. Gotcha, but um yeah i uh Calgary is just in a tough spot. I would personally prioritize bringing Kachuk back at the right number because he's younger and brings more to the table. And I don't know. Johnny just – he seemed like he disappeared for, like, 70% of the series. And he showed up in, like, spurts of games. He got, he and like, got a goal, just,
0: He got a goal tonight, and he got the game winner in game seven.
1: Yeah. Like so, – Yeah. I don't know. I just, say. Like, I see more of Kachuk, whether it's stirring it up, bringing energy, hitting, fighting. He scored 40 goals this year. He had, like, 104 points. Like, I, I don't know. I just prioritize bringing Kachuk back. And it's just going to be hard to bring everyone else back. I'm sure they can make it work by, like, trading some pieces and, like, kind of doing of a, like a, a Vegas thing where you can ca- – like teams can trade for pieces from Calgary for like bargains, like a better deal than they would have been. But Cal- <clears throat> Calgary's just trying to like stay under the hard cap with, but keeping some of their superstars. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of function they run in this off season. I'm I'm, I'm excited to see.
0: I also don't know um, how you could not bring back uh Matthew,
1: considering the fun Brady was having for like the first two games. Exactly. Yo, this guy was crushing beers. He was deleting them. He had like two in his back pocket and he was that guy was (laughs) off his rocker.
0: And he's high-fiving fans and he plays for another Canadian team. Like he's the captain of another Canadian team and he's high-fiving fans. Like, how do you not bring this guy back? Like, how do you not bring his brother back? How do you not bring Brady into the mix, too? That's that's the real question.
1: Goudreau for Brady, straight out.
0: Who says no? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um and Damn, and i mean soon.
0: and i mean goudreau doesn't goudreau just feel like that guy who new jersey is just gonna throw a whole bunch of money at and he's gonna be like new jersey is gonna make him their
1: big offseason signing like new jersey like, in- like with Kadri, like you said
0: <laughs> th- th- doesn't that, th- but doesn't that just feel like <laughs> a dude with goudreau where it's like we don't actually want to fix anything with our with our team we would rather just pay money to solve this problem. Yeah. And Goudreau, who's going to be on the wrong side of 30, is going to get like an eight by nine with somebody or a seven yeah. by nine. And then he's going to go to New Jersey. He'll play with Jack Hughes. They'll take really cool Instagram photos together, hashtag short king season. And then they, like you know, get 50 points or 60 points or whatever and miss the playoffs by 20. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> we need we gold. The superstar, though.
0: Yeah, we got superstars, but we also don't have goaltending. It's like, well, maybe yeah. spend your $9 million on goaltending yeah. instead of, like, the hot commodity in the offseason. But that's what it feels like with Goudreau, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I, I want to go back to Brady Kachuk because I saw this tweet, and it was so dumb, and people were making the biggest deal out of it. People were like, uh, Canucks fans, what would you uh, – how would you feel like if – um?" Pat, Quinn Hughes was cheering for Jack Hughes in a New Jersey playoff game. I'd be like, I wouldn't give a fuck.
0: That'd be awesome. Like, that'd, be, I that'd be hilarious.
1: I wouldn't care. I wouldn't think anything of it. It's, he's cheering for his brother in a playoff game when Kachuk is playing well. Like, and not,
0: and not, and not only make, that,
1: God, it makes me so mad. People overreact to so many different things. It's like, is not a big deal. Move on.
0: But not only that, like it's such a Kachuk move—not to sit yeah. in like a suite, but to sit in like the one hundred level with two Bud Lights in his back pockets while yeah. carrying another one, walking up the stairs, high fiving everybody. It is,
1: it is amazing. It
0: like, is that's, amazing. That's so cool. Like, I, that guys... I would do that with my brother with playing in the NHL in a playoff game. I would absolutely yeah. be doing that.
1: Oh my. Yes. One thousand percent. And its just it's so funny because he's just making like seven million dollars a year. It doesn't didn't he like didn't he extend and get like a new contract? He's out of his ELC, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. He got his new deal with Ottawa last summer.
1: Yeah, isn't he making like seven sheets a year or something like that? Captain of the nation's capital. And he's just getting blitzed in the saddle dome watching his brother play a playoff game. <laughs> Some Jerry from fucking West Calgary is just there with his daughter and he's high-fiving a wasted Brady Kachuk in game three. Mike
0: Mike from Left Bridge is like, fuck, I got to meet Brady Kachuk. This
1: is great. And then, like, in three months, you'll see him videos in, like, Ottawa, like, training camp videos. And he's like, that guy was getting blitzed in, like, game two. (laughs) 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 Unbelievable.
0: I, um,
1: you can't make this stuff up.
0: No, you can't. It's hilarious. It's just, it's just great content, and you, and you just love to see it. And, I mean, this goes. This is a whole other conversation about just NHL players showing personality, and that personality rock. Like, that stuff is really cool, and I think we yeah. should be supporting that more often. 100%. Um, I want to I just touch on this quickly. Um, Erica Branson, Nikita Zadora. Uh, uh well one or both or neither of them be back next season with the flames.
1: <laughs> Are they both UFAs?
0: I think Gabranton is. I don't know what's the door off, but I think Gabranton's a UFA.
1: I think they bring Gabranton on like a Giordano deal, which is hilarious because the fact that <laughs> one <laughs> one of them is the greatest defenseman of all time and one of them won the Norris three years ago. I'll let what? you figure out. I'll let you figure out who I'm talking.
0: <laughs> both these, these guys are not the same. Uh both the Dorov and Goodbranson are UFAs, along with Michael Stone.
1: Um, if I had to pick, I think they honestly bring Goodbranson on because I think it'll be cheap. And like he actually did bring some life to that blue line in terms of like on the toughness scale
0: yeah the physicality. Cause he
1: does bring toughness and if he's not playing like a big role like he was brought into playing vancouver you don't have to expect much he's like a sixth seventh defenseman who just is there for intimidation. so i think branson is brought back i think zadorov is gone and i think stone is maybe back but I, I don't I, know the ages of all these guys
0: i um I'm going to have, we'll have, we'll have you on my podcast to discuss the Canucks here at another point because we were making this joke about how, like, the Canucks won the Gabranson for Pearson trade and then immediately lost it by giving him the extension. Yeah. It's like, no, bro, just take the dub. You don't need to worry about <laughs> extending it. Just take this dub. Yeah. And Jim Benning's like, how would I extend this dude? And it's like, bro, how about you don't? Um, I
1: mean, just stop doing anything related to hockey and just go far away
0: the other funny thing i want to mention about this is uh in our friend group that i had a running joke about how Zadorov was russian for boudreaux <laughs> <laughs> and then uh my friend syp creator rav was just like yeah and the is canadian for lampposts um <laughs> so like if there's a way if there i don't know i mean the goaltending was shit Markstrom was Awful this oh series. God. For, for, for how good he was against Dallas, he was awful this series. Um, I don't know if you want to fix defense, if that's gonna be something that you look at if you're Calgary, but I think you um, have
1: to. I think, <sighs> yeah, I don't know what they do. Take the nine million, they're gonna give Goudreau an offer sheet, Noah Dobson. Perfect, good call. Uh, I would rather. In all honesty, I mean, I don't even know if they have any comp like assets, yeah, yeah, uh, to offer sheet anyone. So maybe like offer sheet Ethan Bear, maybe.
0: Uh, Calgary does not have a first round pick this year, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, or a sixth round pick.
1: So I think for Dobson, I think his compensation's looking like a f- first, second, third. I think. Probably. So, um
0: and they don't I have mean,
1: two out of those three. So,
0: well, I mean, you have to think. You know, there's a lot of you know market interest for guys with the first name Noah. Yeah. So Noah Ark. To, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. probably gonna have to overpay
1: on that a little bit. Who's your number one pick for guys named Noah? I think
0: it's Dobson. I've interviewed <laughs> Noah Dobson. I met I, I I interviewed him at the 2018 M Cup. And I Fire. that was one of the that was one of my first uh, events that I freelanced for, and I don't know if I, I'm sure I've told this story on the pod before, but basically like I asked to interview Dobson on a morning skate. This is in Regina, and I don't know this is ten in the morning. And I'm at the Brandt Center where the Pats play. Dude pulls up in sandals, khaki shorts, polo, Academy Bathers polo more facial hair than i'll ever grow in my lifetime and a (laughs) dude younger than me and he was just like he had like an either an h&m or a lululemon bag that he was carrying so casual he's like hey man what's up
1: lax bro that's a lax bro outfit there it's such
0: a lax bro move it's (laughs) such a lax bro like he probably drives a jeep
1: yeah 100 or a ford ranger
0: Oh yeah, or Mazda truck guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Mazda Mazda truck guy for sure. He yeah. was those. He was the in the lacrosse frat in BMS that the football team hated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing. But awesome. but lacrosse was just a summertime thing. that He just did outside of hockey. That, that yeah. was just that he he was just summer summer last. Yeah. One hundred percent. All right all right jevin uh we're gonna head out here uh i'm gonna let you get some sleep uh thank yeah, you very much I'm for doing so this i'm so
1: tired uh oh, by man. the way anytime
0: by the way congratulations on hitting uh, congratulations hitting episode uh 100 you're, you're slowly hey, man, catching i appreciate up to, that you're slowly catching up to us because i haven't got my shit together so you're gonna overtake me here soon because you actually know what you're doing um hey, man, you're doing great you're doing great and- sweetheart keep it up thank you big guy much
1: appreciated
0: uh <laughs> if you want to do just a quick plug about where we can find your stuff and where we can listen,
1: um i'll uh, i'll plug the podcast stuff at left side heavy underscore on instagram twitter and tiktok and youtube channel left side heavy and if you like our stuff then give us a rating and review anywhere you get your podcast that'd be very much appreciated
0: uh you you had a you had a a, a hilarious in hindsight post with uh mckinnon
1: yeah uh, Yeah, so I record, I was watching the game, I'll quickly tell this, watching game four at my sister's place, and I was talking with my dad, I'm like, it's crazy that Colorado's up 3-1, or my dad was like, I haven't heard much of McKinnon, and I'm like, isn't that crazy that they're at 3-1, and you haven't heard much of McKinnon, like that just makes this team so much scarier, and I edit that clip, get it all together, post it, and then in like 10 minutes, McKinnon has like four points. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. I guess this is, it's, it's funny. Cause someone like replied to my tweet and they're like, yo, he has two goals and an assist. I'm like, yeah, this is recorded prior to the game. Big Ash so. it's
0: recorded prior.
1: Yeah. Well, so. thank,
0: thank you for taking the time to do this. We'll talk to you Anytime. soon, man. Thank you again to Jevin Lefay for coming on the Speak Your podcast. We'll be back with a couple more pods next week. Uh, Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Check us out on our YouTube channel where you can watch full video podcasts. And again, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again soon. Peace out.